Alejandra. I'm Sam. I'm Harrison. I'm Rocky. And I'm Marcelo. And this is Going Helm Steep, the Middle Earth film series retrospective by Talk Film Society. Episode 11, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, Part 2. Where where do we last leave, guys? Where That was my question. That was my Lake question. Lake Town. Lake, Lake Town. Lake Town. at Lake Town, yep. Yeah, got yeah. it. Lake Town. So, yeah, we're in the Lake Town. The first scene of our... Yeah, the first scene of Part 2 is the Master of Lake Town introduction. Yeah, I, uh, I have it written down here an hour and 26 minutes... Yep. Uh, right around there is when we left off, and we were introduced, yeah. like uh, Sam was saying, the who is he? The 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 what's it of, of Lake Town? The master of Lake the, Town. The master of Lake Town. Man, fuck this dude. This dude sucks. <laughs> fuck this guy. Yep. Fuck this. I smell him through the screen. Right. Yeah. It's awful. That's very smarmy. And again, that's that's Peter Jackson going off, dude. That's just like I'm gonna make this dude. So rotten. He's a guy. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He looks like a fucking cartoon character. Like, I'm surprised they didn't draw stink lines on the film. Like, I yeah, swear exactly. to God, dude, he's hilarious in his visual. I'm yeah. telling you, just just on screen, you're like, you're that dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're that rotten caricature, and mm-hmm. it's wonderful. And I think his performance is great too. Actually, yeah. like, it's it's perfect with how cheesy it needs to be you know what i'm saying like that's a deliberately cheesy role and homeboy leans into it so yeah yeah stephen fry uh plays the master of lake town um that's that's what he's no i'm reading it here on wikipedia a reliable source he is just playing the master of lake town uh, does, yeah. does he, does he yep. even have no, a name? No name. <laughs> no name. Nope. No name. Yeah. Um, he is just the master of Lake Town. And, and, and his and, little wormy unibrow boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to, to nail down the uh, disgusting and nature it, of this dude, guy. What I, what I just said, yeah, what I just said, apply it to that dude, too. Like, yeah. those two are perfect in pair, like, in tandem with one another. Um, the visual of the master of Lake Town eating balls. Um, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, how about that? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that because I you can, t- uh, you can tell how much Peter Jackson hates a character by how gross they are eating or what they are eating. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, and Stephen Fry talked about the uh, in the appendices talked about how just fucking disgusting it was. Like he had to keep they had to keep taking you know uh, doing that shot over and over again. So we had to keep eating this disgusting thing it's like they weren't you, real testicles were they well no that's what, but they were like they had to make <laughs> well, you, hold on you say well no but people eat that shit well yeah no, they do. like that is they an do. actual dish but, at some point i can't remember i just love what, the question yeah. like those weren't actual testicles <laughs> like were they like is fry method <laughs> i know like I, I i think he would gobble down real testicles <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> not gonna say a goddamn word. Listen, I'm trying not to uh, not to be um, disgusting here. This is a family show. I want, I want no, it's not. I want families to come around. It's called Going Helms Deep. Is it? Is it? Okay, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Think about how many times Allie has said she wants someone to punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in, <laughs> in context, because she thinks that person is attractive. Okay, not just. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, right. and, and anybody listening not knowing that reference just wants, you know, just is thinking Ally just wants somebody to punch her in the face for no reason. Um, Follow Ally on Twitter and it'll make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the master of Lake Town. Um, we've talked enough about his ball eating. Uh, let's fast forward to, hey! Bar uh, and the dwarves. Yes, uh, out of the out of the barrels of fish. Now, now they're seemingly safe for now in Lake Town with good old Lake. Is it who is he? Lake uh, Lake Evans. Luke Evans. <laughs> Lake Evans. <laughs> Lake. <laughs> Lake Evans. Yo, that is. I love that. I'm sorry. I, when Luke that Evans, is magic. When when Luke Evans arrives in Lake Town, Lake Town he is he becomes Lake, Lake Evans. Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm into it. About, I'm into it. We're all plus. stir crazy. Jesus. I think we are stir crazy. <laughs> uh, t- talk about this, guys. Uh, well, Alan, why don't you go first? What are we talking about specifically, Luke Evans? Luke Evans and our I little gang. Something else coming up as well that you want to punch you in the face. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> honestly, it would be a smaller list to list who in this movie I won't want to punch me in the face. However, Luke Evans. When I found out that he would never be interested in me, what? <laughs> Why? What? What? He, he's the gay. He is the gay. Why is the is gay? He? he is following yeah, the yeah, agenda. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's gay. Yeah, oh. he's, he's he's very open about it too. He's like he's like super badass, you know, queer, and I love him, man. Like that dude just can act his ass off, and that's my shit. Like, uh, I saw a movie the other day that he was in with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, and he was like taking it so fucking seriously. But it was just like a Netflix movie that was like okay oh, at yeah. best, and I feel like that surmises him basically as like an actor, and he's. He Ali, he made Dracula Untold decent. Like that's how that's how good he is. Like he's always been dope. And I think in a past episode or two, we've raved about him. Uh, but man, High Rise in particular, it's like yeah, he oh can act. Yeah. He's fantastic at his craft, you know. And uh, I just had to bring that up again. Luke is great, you know. Luke Town, Luke Town's great. Luke Town is great. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Town. Luke Town, like Evan. Just he's amazing. Oh, he's your favorite and, character of, of this movie. Not, not care. I don't want to say character because I do enjoy Thorin a lot because I do like Dick Arms, but you know, he's my second favorite. I, guess. <laughs> I think we are so crazy because it took me literally two seconds to 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 figure out Dick, Dick Arms, Arms, and I go, wait a second, does he literally have dicks for arms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it speaks to how good he is because. A lesser actor would have made like if they didn't nail that bard casting, these Lake Town scenes would have been a chore. Like yeah. it would have just been, oh mm-hmm. my god, why are we dealing with this? Let's go to the fucking dragon already. But it works, and I like every scene here. I love the even the production design is great of Lake Town. It just feels, you know, real and lived in and kind of you know cold and gross and like the especially versus what you know what we know Dale looked like at one point. So. It's all really effective and but it's yeah. anchored by luke being just awesome and his chemistry with the kids is pretty amazing too yeah. especially because mm-hmm. like we just get introduced to all of them and it feels like we've been with them throughout the whole like previous movie so it's really really interesting he's great 
Yeah, um, I mean, his character's literally jumping in the middle of this movie, and all of a sudden becomes uh, very important, and yeah, um, Luke Evans definitely carries that, and I love him. I think, yeah, we, we kind of are repeating ourselves, but uh, I mean, a- after having rewatched High Rise not too long ago, yeah, I just was like, yeah, this guy's great, and also Furious 7, him in the Fast and Furious movies, yeah, uh, he's yeah. amazing, he's amazing. Um the one thing I, I want to point out to you guys before we move on is the fact that um, nailing all this Lake Town stuff is very important because they are affected by, obviously, what's about to happen. Like, not only in the beginning mm-hmm. of the next film, but just literally by proximity, they're going to deal with the fucking dragon that, like, blows fire. And so they all have to come together, you know, and fix their bullshit, you know. And it's obviously run by the master and, you know, Warm Tongue 2.0. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how, like... Um, how that works for me it's like the people matter as well as these you know dwarves and elves you know it's like it's not just about the fantastical it's like you can kind of relate to it in that regard yeah to come off what you're saying just real quick there's one added scene for the extended edition we won't get into that too much but there's this great <coughs> moment where uh when the guards are hunting you know bar and the dwarves and there's this great little moment where it shows the people of lake town like helping out like just this little moment of them uh, you know, helping them hide from the guards that, again, it just speaks to that, like that we need a moment like that to uh, you know, humanize these people so they're not just fodder, that they're like, actually this impact that the dwarves are about to do, they're about to cause uh, you know, it, it's effective in that way. Around this point, they, they uh, go into the backstory of what happened there. Right, I, I like those little flashbacks. Again, reminding people, um, yeah, uh, it was Smog who burned, uh, who just terrorizing this uh, lake town. Um, do we yeah, want this s- guy that's this guy that's trying to kill Smog back then is actually Luke Evans in makeup playing his ancestor. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. Like just big, big, big nose prosthetic or whatever. <laughs> Um, do uh, do we want to skip ahead to the reintroduction of Tarell, uh, Evangeline Lily, and good old Orlando Bloom, everybody's favorite uh, elf? I'm obsessed with him. Orlando, the wig Bloom. is laid. <laughs> the wig, you know, I I've mentioned this on other podcasts. This is kind of like a running joke now. I have terrible <clears throat> wig dar. Um, I I <laughs> I can't I cannot immediately recognize if somebody's wearing a wig. Um, so I'm easily fooled. So wig Yeah. Um, did you think that was his real hair? Hold on, I, I actually have it playing in the background. They just showed a close up of him. I'm gonna rewind it and just uh, pause it on his head. Um, I mean, it looked real from afar. That's now I'm gonna pause. <laughs> That's the point. Oh my god! I don't know. How how do you even tell? I don't know. (laughs) Pretty much everyone's wearing a damn wig, though. Marcelo, you think about like you could tell. Did you think Ian McKellen grew his hair out? Do you want an Do you want an honest answer? God damn it, Marcelo! (laughs) (laughs) Once once again, I'm under attack. Marcelo, you run a film website. <laughs> what? And, and you're judging me for not recognizing people who have fake hair or not? I don't know. Anyway, um, I know you guys had like, a major problem with his inclusion in the movie. And watching it again, I kind of understand. Because 
his character in this movie is a completely different than his character mm-hmm. in the Lord of the Rings. And I'm just like, what did he go through? Time. Some shit. He went through some shit in 60 years. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Him and Aragorn went through some shit. Right. But, you know, watching it, I'm like, damn, this is like a completely different character. He's like a baby back bitch in this. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah, that's kind of why I like him because he's, he's a different character. I, I, it's, a, it's obviously a prequel, so he's not the same. Uh, I don't know. He's as little boy as he can be in the original trilogy, in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But here, he's obviously not grown as a person at all he's, he's a dick he's just wants to be in the way and like stop evangeline lily from hooking up with this dwarf i mean come on what, what what's the deal there what's his deal right right so i mean i do i kind of like it and i kind of hate it because i like it because it's like oh wow growth that's amazing and then i hate it because it really doesn't like there's nothing in lord of the rings that kind of like at all would tell mm-hmm. me that this is the same character if there was some like personality trait there that makes it feel like the same person i think it would be different but it doesn't even feel like the same person besides um, the wig and like we'll talk well i will i will talk about this more in battle of five armies but there is some ridiculous ass prequel spectacle creep in these with him like i've com- i complained about his nonsense in return of the king the shit he pulls in these movies is a hundred thousand percent worse. Mm, mm, okay. Quark worse. <laughs> still stand. I still, I still love him. I do. I still love him too. Yeah, but yeah. like, I get. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I understand where the criticism comes from. Yeah, no, I, I, get I do it. really like this scene though, in particular, but mainly because mm-hmm. Tara has some great lines here, uh, just talking about the, you know, the isolationism of the the ward elves and the. Uh, you know when there's a great you know when did we let evil become stronger than us which for some reason again feels very uh meaningful right now for whatever reason uh but yeah just again tariel being amazing yeah uh, I, I, uh, going to, uh, Ali's point from the last few episodes, or last episode, just, oh, just, just the last episode, she was introduced in Desolation of Smog, right, uh, Tarell. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love her character, and she'll do more things, um, in this half of the movie that I, I love too, so, I love that she's her own, you know, character on, on, on her own path, so, um, that's them, uh, who else are we catching up with, uh, do we want to talk about what, what Gandalf's up to? Is that what we want to talk about? What's he up to? I think that would be good to talk about because just because it kind of creeps up in them and, and they're all great, but like yeah, I feel like it would be good to talk about that now so that we're not cutting back and forth between. Yeah, all the, Gan- stuff, the so. Gandalf stuff is like a total of like fifteen minutes of screen time in this back half. Right, like it's not and a it's, lot, and it's interspersed throughout. So like, but I love every minute of it. I think this shit is awesome. I love the dark fantasy very metal Gandalf creeping through the fucked up ruins is just awesome it is kind of metal huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) very Diablo you know like yeah I like that and this is where like this is where I think Jackson tapping into his horror stuff works better than just oh look at this cool kill uh like because this shit's spooky and watching Thrain zipping around just cackling up a storm is wild. Yeah, yeah. it's so crazy to think that these scenes, like, you know, 
weren't in the theatrical. Like they they were in there, but like it's so crazy. They must have filmed because Thrain isn't in the theatrical at all. So really? no, no, not at all. No, that's an added bit. Yes. So it's literally just him. Gandalf shows up. He's looking around, and then he sees the necromancer. Sees Sauron. Like that's that's how quick it is in the theatrical. Yeah, that's wild. I, I I had no idea. Like, actually, this stuff. Well, I don't know how much. We'll we'll talk about most of it here, and then we'll jump back to it at the end. Um, but I I forgot all about this because um, I I do remember a lot of the smog stuff, obviously. But uh, this is like watching it brand new for me because I forgot about Gandalf's quest, and maybe it's because yeah, a lot of this is is new to the extended edition because I've only seen the theatrical. So. Um, uh, him meeting up with forgive me you know the father uh the father dwarf uh that all seemed like oh that's insane and uh and to me it's insane that it wouldn't be in the the theatrical cut so it's the most interesting part because i don't know we'll, we'll get to my feeling about it at the very end um okay uh any more thoughts on this before we go back to lake town so it's, just cool. The, it's cool yeah, it's cool <laughs> go rocky <laughs> That's all, uh, Rocky, like that's all the, Rocky wanted to say. He was cool. <laughs> but the like, yeah, just the visuals of the uh, Gandalf's magic versus the you know creeping darkness of it's, it's just fucking awesome. It's like honestly some of the coolest fantasy shit I've ever seen. Just like that, even if it's like a minute long, it's like just seriously of in films this big, uh, it's weird and creepy, and I love it. <clears throat> okay, one thing I wrote down in my notes. Um, in this half uh, an election <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is this is very political Harrison I, I should have written down election dash ask Harrison about this but in a recorded environment I do not feel comfortable talking about any elections on <laughs> April 13th 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're, let's let's just talk. Uh, we're just talking the world of uh, Tolkien and uh, the Hobbit and you know Lord of the Rings and you know Middle Earth. It's all. I mean, it's it, it, it's not real. It's not real. But uh, it's real to me. <laughs> it's, it's real, real to some people. Real to me. Damn it. <laughs> Why don't we start with Harrison? Your thoughts on on this on this whole uh, uh, political plotline? The the people want an election, Harrison. Uh, I I was not I was not prepared to be put on the spot. Um, I mean, if the people want an election, we should give them fair and uh, we should give them fair and free elections, uh, including mail-in ballots if they so choose. Um, in 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 Middle Earth, in Middle Earth. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why you can't mail your. I don't see why you, I don't see why you can't mail your ballot in in Middle Earth. Like you got pigeons, like it's not a problem. Yeah, and not just that, but Lake Lake Town's pretty small. Yeah, um, I'm 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 vamping to buy myself time to look. Um, I don't think. I'm assuming you came right to me because you want me to speak to the books, and I don't recall there being an election of any kind in the books uh except for when tolkien by virtue of writing the hobbit lord of the rings elected himself king of all fantasy (laughs) wait what is that is that real (laughs) no (laughs) okay okay i was making sure i don't know but basically like it's it's basically the master of lake town being like hmm they might want an election 
but I can spin. I can probably like find a way to to spin this in my favor and like still keep all my power, which is why the he uh, he's like, oh yeah, no, dwarves are cool. I like them. They can go to the mountain. It's fine. Fuck off. I think literally the point of that line is that a to show how shitty the Master of Light Town is. You know, talking about the they're you know they're the rabble, they're the peasants. They've always been ugly. Blah blah blah, and then. Also, the, to his weaselly guy, again, you know, being the worm tongue of this movie, you know, where he's, like, trying to rile him up and get him, you know, he's like, they're speaking of an election, blah, 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 you know. It's just him getting to his master, trying to, you know, curry favor and all that stuff, so. Since this is a roundtable, how about you, Rocky? Thoughts on this political angle? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just one of those things where, like, I could have done without it, though. It should have just been about, like, this shitty guy running the town, you know, Stephen mm-hmm. Fry's character, and just being, like, you know, lording over people so much that, like, everyone's like, oh, fuck this guy, so we just know he's the villain. Should have just kept it like that. This whole political thing is almost like for people to be like, oh, we can relate to that. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like, something like, it, but it's over the head. It's, like, uh, too blunt of a point they're trying to make with it you know kind of thing it's not it's too obvious and it has no flow or rhythm you know so that's my thing with it it's like could have done without it you know but i'm not pissed at it i just couldn't have like it just doesn't really matter the same effect is achieved it's like that's the bad dude and we're the little people trying to overthrow the bad dude you know the common theme of this whole shit so i don't know it's just there gotcha uh I'll lay your thoughts. It's so unnecessary. I, I agree with Rocky. Like, it, it doesn't bother me. It's not like, God damn it, this ruined the whole fucking movie. I hate it. <laughs> Keep yeah. your politics out of my hobbits. I literally never, <laughs> ever thought you would even ask us about this scene because it was yeah. so... It's, it's so, so like, like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it just stands out to me for obvious reasons, watching it in 2020 in the middle of an election year. And I don't know. For me, I'm like... I'm non. I'm more nonplussed than anything, but I did enjoy Jackson actually trying to throw something in there. Because what, what year did this come out? I don't. I, I should know this by hand. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Yeah, 13. Um, yeah. So it was after an election year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and who does the master kind of look like? I mean, with his long, his balding, long <laughs> red hair. <laughs> Stop this is it. this is before that happened, Sam. So, but he I, ran. He briefly ran. Yeah, predicted. Oh yeah. Predicted this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ali, you're right. So Peter Jackson predicted the rise of uh, of Trump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That, I just wanted to point out. I just I just had that in my notes. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but again, yeah, it's it's like more like it's there. They don't really touch on it again. He is just mainly just the bad guy. And um, what this town needs is a good purge. Is another line he says. So. That's right. Yeah, I almost wrote, I almost wrote that that down again. Um, Peter Jackson. I'm sure this came out before the purge movies, so he he yeah. foresaw that too. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else? Uh, they the dwarves are forming a plan. Uh, they're about to go inside. And uh, and deal with uh, smog and uh, what are they retrieving again? R- remind me the, and the listeners. The Arkenstone. Yeah, Arkenstone. Yes. The Arkenstone. It's actually the uncut gem. The uncut gem. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arkenstone. Oh, damn it, Alex. I don't understand that <laughs> I reference. Just, I just envision. 
I just envisioned Thorin's face cut and pasted over Adam Sandler when he's looking at the rock for the first time and just says, oh just, my god, I I'm gonna came. come. <laughs> Alright, so somebody do that. I think, I think I'll do that after we stop recording. God um, damn it. <laughs> fuck. You're all fired. Continue. <laughs> um, oh, do we want to talk about who's left behind in, in the group? Uh, there's this moment when, when they're all in Bard's house and talking about, like, uh, Bard kind of realizing who they are uh, is a great little moment. And, like, I it's almost one of those things where, yeah, the heroes of these movies are, you know, Thorin and this party and their mission. But then Bard's right in this moment where he's like, mm-hmm. you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, get the fuck out of here. Your thing, that which is, again, the point of these movies where it's like, their mission is fucked and they should know that and that this isn't good and that this is nothing good is going to come of this uh so bard in these moments where he's like trying to convince them to leave we're like again it speaks to luke evans and the writing here is that i'm on his side right mm-hmm. get the hell out of here because <laughs> this, this is also where thorin starts to turn a bit and mm-hmm. just kind of his perspective starts getting a little warped by his desire for the Arkenstone and the the throne under the mountain. So yeah, thank God they got Armitage and Evans. Yeah, the stone acts kind of like the ring does in the original mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah. Exactly, so that parallel is really cool. There's that moment. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it later when they're all inside uh, the mountain and uh, he confronts somebody about it. And I thought I got kind of kind of chills. Uh, but but we'll. we'll We'll get there. We'll get so, there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> I also, wrote, <laughs> I'm also watching in the background. Uh, another, th- another thing uh, to note. Hey, there's that scene where the dwarves are like, "Hey, we need medicine." King's foil. King's foil. It's a weed. We feed it. We feed it to the pigs. Like, oh god. Mm. No, I it, get it. I get the desire. I get the desire to want to keep nodding back to the original, to the first trilogy, but this one really fucking bugs me because Aragorn knowing that this weed that no- everyone's just kind of like, oh yeah, it's a weed, it's fine, we pull it and we get rid of it, is actually has medicinal properties. Is supposed to indicate how good of a ranger and how good of a field medic Aragorn is to put him above everybody else and be like and to tip you off that like huh maybe he actually is good and knows what he's doing for just some fucko dwarves to know what it does like (laughs) undercuts undercuts aragorn entirely it bugs the shit out of me but did he wait now i'm just confused i thought yeah whatever it's fine (laughs) is it fine harrison (laughs) that you know you bring that up is like I didn't have that thought in mind, which is why you're perfect for this podcast, Harrison, because you think out you think outside the normal per- <laughs> normal person's head box. <laughs> I, I'm not. Yeah, no, I get no, I get you. My brain's fucked up. I'm I'm internally head broken. Box. It's fine. <laughs> um, <Yo. laughs> 
it's 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 also funny because like that wasn't even what I was going to bring up. I was just going to bring up this again, going political, like Peter Jackson, because I'm sure this wasn't in the books. Uh, Peter Jackson and company, uh, the writers inserting a sort of like very meta political uh, thing about our dwarves asking for medicine to the master of Lake Town. The master of Lake Town and his little minions, like, oh no no no, like don't touch us. Uh, we you know haven't oh, you had yeah. enough? Yeah, that yeah. Obamacare. There you go. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Um, well, who's okay. going to pay for it, Jack? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to pay for it? Right. Um, they reach the outside of the mountain. Is that where we want to go? The key. Right. They, yeah, they leave Killy behind. So Killy, Feely, and Bomber are left behind at Bard's place, uh, and now they're going to the mountain. And they, there's this great shot. Like they reach Dale, and you know Gandalf was supposed to meet them there, and this is where like he's still not here. And but again, of. Uh, just really great little setup here, and I lo- I love this scene once they get to the mountain, the door. I think it's it's awesome to me. Uh, reminiscent of um, speak friend and enter, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody? There's a bit For of sure. that there. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a bit of that there. They're trying to, I guess, bring that back motif style. You know, be like, hey, how do we get past this section we need to get into? You know, this next danger room. You know, kind of shit. And <laughs> spice it up. Spice it up. But yeah, it's the same. Right, and how quickly they give up here too? Like they're like, "Oh, this <laughs> yeah. work. Okay, we're gonna fuck off now." Yeah, oh. <laughs> and Bill was like, "What the fuck? Like, let's honestly, try a little more." And honestly, so legitimate question: Why did they think <clears throat> that, considering moon runes were on the map, that the moon right. would not be a significant thing going forwards? Like. If the moon was yeah, necessary they, they to tell you to read the map, if the moon was necessary to tell you how to read the, if the moon was necessary to read the map, wouldn't it logically follow that in order to reveal the secrets of the mountain, you also need the moon? No, like all that, no, all that knowledge is poured into their uh, medicinal stuff. Like they know what what weeds to pull, <laughs> and therefore forget the cycles of the moon because of this. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Actually, dwarves only have a specific amount of capacity for knowledge. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they stupid? <laughs> um, yeah, they gave it to me. It, I also never thought about that. I feel like that's why I identify with like the dwarves so much, because I would be like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> Easily frustrated. I had enough. And then one of my friends would be like, no, did you turn it on and on again? Like, turn it off and on again. But I don't know. I never thought about that. Wow, you guys are making me hate The Hobbit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so far, it's like a lot of negative points towards this movie now. Wow. I, I... I wasn't, that's, not even, that's not even how I meant it. I just meant Bilbo is their conscious, is their, that's why we need The Hobbits. That's why, like, the. And then the dumb motherfucker almost kicks the key off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're looking for the key, you don't just flail your feet around goddamn willy-nilly. You stop, yeah. and you look around, you stay in one place, you just spin in place. You don't just it's be like... It's for a dramatic <laughs> moment when he catches it, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's called it, drama. It's the build-up for that drama. And he catches it, yeah, he catches it, and he's like, no, we were destined to be here. Is the look in his eyes. He didn't say those lines, but... And then that... Fu- that fucking lineup, like, how'd y'all get there without Bobo seeing you? That don't make no sense. Bobo? 
Oh, God, now we're getting into fucking cinema sin shit, Harrison. Sorry. Oh, God damn Sorry. it, Harrison. Sorry. No, Sorry. I, okay, listen, 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 listen. I, I right. did think, sure, for cinematic effects, they gave up too easily, but that shot of them coming back in, in a row, all lined up, like perfectly in a row, beautiful shot. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Thorn, right, uh, holding up the key. Uh, so I, yep, I wrote that in my notes. I said that that moment is like the pure, you know, just, I think... With all the they problems that are it. in this movie, yeah, it's that mo- it's that magic moment that like that I, the reason I love these six movies so much, like yes, like nothing gives me feelings like those kind of shots, and I yeah. love it. They're in the mountain. They're in here, guys. Um, what's ha- what, what's happening next? Dragon shit, yo! It's yeah, so, it's so good. It's the fucking best. It's so good. Uh, yeah, this is Fucking basically the, 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 this is kind of where I'm gonna rave, like um, Rocky honestly. rave. No, like um, so we just get to the part, I guess, where they all agree to send you know um, Bilbo in uh, to go burgle and do his thing, and then he wakes up Bumber Crump Sumble Snatch. Yeah, and then he he wakes up the Bombadil Glongalatch, <laughs> and the, that Ahamkara shakes off the coins, <laughs> and and what we get out of it though is like all all kidding aside. I'm not even kidding when I say, like, this is Peter Jackson's, like, bread and butter when he knows how to incorporate visual effects properly and to pull out a great performance, right? We raved about it with Gollum. Uh, We've talked about the King Kong work. And this is another example of, I think, why mocap can be dope if in the right hands. And because Cumberbatch comes through in this shit big time. It's like so good. From, from, from vocal performance to body language. And if you look at the behind the scenes, it's him like doing all this shit. And it's such a performance. Like he leans into the like, I rule all of this. Like I am above you motherfuckers. Like the you can feel the reptilian nature in his language, you know? And it's like so fucking cool, man. Like um, I love everything about all the minutes that happen in there when he's trying to steal the Arkansas, he's like fumbling on his words, trying to trick Smaug. Like all of it clicks for me as like a film, like especially because of uh, Benedict's performance, like as a huge dragon that's larger than life and isn't real. Uh, and even though it's a digital creation, that one sings. That thing is like incredible, like visually and performance-wise, uh, into it. Yeah, I honestly adore. I honestly adore every shot in this thing. Like every little moment, every uh, detail of you know both performances, like Freeman giving his little uh, you know imp- uh, that had to be you know like little improvisational moments where they had them. That's basically what they did is they just let Freeman kind of play here, and so there's moments where he's like measuring. There's this great pan, you know zoom out where like it shows the scale of Smaug, and uh, there's just this great beat. You could barely see him. Because he's like so small in the frame, but he's like measuring himself versus the dragon. It's just great. Uh, the blending of tension and humor and uh, fantasy and horror is just, it, it rules. Yeah, it's it's the everything scene, but in a great way. It's like, it's funny, it's creepy, it's scary. Uh, but the other thing I, I failed to mention was the fact that when you get moments like of him actually moving, right? And he'll glide down like the slope of oh, the yeah. coins, that cl- that clicks in your brain. Like one, that looks cool. Like I'm seeing a dragon fly. That's really awesome. Like it's not just teased in shadow like it was 
previously. This is like full scale. We're seeing him move. But then it clicks in your brain like, holy shit, the dwarves have a huge house. Like this, like this place that they've gutted and mined and, you know, have called a home or wanted to call home, you know, for so long is huge in scale if a dragon is just like i'm chilling in here man i'm just coasting you're like that's awesome i love that that scale is kind of what i'm trying to emphasize here you really get the grandeur of it all you're like dude this is this is epic truly Mm -hmm. uh harrison your thoughts on uh bilbo and smog in this uh mountain uh it fucking rips it's so good um my one problem with it is I have now seen the behind-the-scenes footage of Benedict Cumberbatch crawling around on the floor. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> as much as I love everything about this scene, I cannot take it seriously because I'm just imagining Benedict Cumberbatch one of crawling the, around on the floor. One of the few moments uh, in these movies where the, appendi- the appendices ruin it for you, huh? It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it to pieces, but oh man, it's so funny to think about. Yeah, it's great. It, that's what I love. It's like Oscar nominated Benedict Cumberbatch crawling around in the leotard. Like, yeah, make that British fuck do that. Love it. <laughs> make that British fuck do that. <laughs> I think this is the issue, the difference between Gollum, who, who is a who is basically a tangible ass person who's just had some fucked up shit happen to him and become awful because of it versus a dragon, which is like an inherently like suspension of disbelief thing. And I guess just because of the the mindset I've been in for the past couple of days, going back to watch this half, I was just kind of cackling the whole time. (laughs) But Uh, like, and it's just the size of it. Like just everything about the scene is so patently fantasy where Golem is basically just a really strung out addict going through withdrawal. Yeah, more humanoid than yeah. dragonoid. And they just couldn't get they needed they needed to do the mocap CG to get the proportions right more than anything as yeah. opposed to a fully transformative thing. It is I'm sorry to invoke this now. Uh-oh. But it's like watching the behind the scenes footage of cats Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I was hoping we'd never have to get here, but we're because here. Because you're watching, you are wa- You know that a person had to mimic these animalistic tendencies, and it's just funny to think about. Mm. Uh, with that, uh, Ally, what about you? Your thoughts on this? <laughs> um, I was, like, you guys kept talking, and I just kept thinking back to my first time watching this in theaters, and how, like, it felt like I was in the cave, because it's so dark in there, and mm-hmm. you hear, like, the literal... <laughs> like vibrations of this thing moving around. Oh, I wish I could watch this in theaters again, you guys. Yeah, fix my heart that I probably never will. Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously, one of the best IMAX experiences, the scene experiences I've had. Like it was just, it overwhelms you, and the yeah, you're just lost in those moments. You're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if uh, Warner Brothers is smart. They'll re-release all these movies um, next year for the 20th anniversary of uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. So I remember that they did like a theatrical release of the extended editions of the movies, like maybe like three years ago. Yeah, and 
I went to go watch them, and it was like so fucking awesome. And I really hope they do it with The Hobbit, even though I'm sure it won't be as successful. <laughs> but I'm, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't One think. Can hope. Yeah, I don't think the public um, reception to this now, a few years later, has been as positive as as you know. Let's say the the, the Star Wars prequels, because I think people turned around on those eventually. Uh, we've talked about this kind of before too, so I don't know. I like, think we'll get there. I honestly do. I think the way people talk about blockbusters now, like I think, again, like it's crazy how far, we, how fast things have changed, and even just like seven years, like that's. Mm-hmm. I think people would like. I think if people watch these again, there would be, and again, we're so on film Twitter, you know, quote yeah. film Twitter that like I have no idea what the general. Uh, it makes me wonder how people actually feel about them now. But uh. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, just from my perspective, I went from you know mostly negative, having only seen these ones in theaters, to now just being more on the positive side. So that's one person so far. I just want everyone to know that I fucking stand these movies as soon as they were released. So there when this go. shit turns around, I will be bringing that up. <laughs> You'll say I told oh, yeah. you so. Same here. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Me and Sam will be like, oh, well, I like these movies before it was cool. <laughs> like, I put this in my top 20. I don't know what you did, you know, that year, like, so. Uh, but. <laughs> uh, I love them so much. But I wish, you know, we could watch them in theaters again. I think they deserve to be uh, re-evaluated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but back to Smaug. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, the design. Uh, oh, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. Uh, just the design on him is incredible. Uh, the, yep. Especially how much, again, appendices like how many iterations and how long it mm-hmm. took them to get him right is like just mad respect to the designers at Weta they're the fucking goat like they're just so incredible the you know uh, how different he almost looked but this yeah. is like the only way he could have looked like this is right uh, and the way that the balance between him being a fucking dragon and having enough personality to believably talk it's just one of those great uh honestly i don't know how they pulled it off like that's just mad respect to that like being able to where he looks scary but it's also convincing where he's you know chatting with a hobbit so it's the best yeah and and my uh quick thoughts on it is i do love this entire sequence i i love uh martin freeman's performance i mean there are moments where he is like 100% 100% pure Martin Freeman like from the office just he does like he he moves a bit and then the dragon moves too and the gold like uh, moves around him and then he just freezes very like yeah like takes that knee like up oh. yeah like, oh. <laughs> yeah um and let's let's talk about uh, the the dwarves coming in um right speaking of, yeah Harrison mentioned of the you know thorns <laughs> beginning to turn here and that's definitely here where like Balin's trying to convince them that we need to go help Bilbo uh and he's like and he's even saying maybe we should leave maybe we should not get the Arkenstone right and like there's this great moment where he says you know I'm not my grandfather and then they have that cut to him in profile with his grandfather's statue it's I love that it's great Uh, Harrison your thoughts I really like the exchange where he's like I will not I will not like because you you hear him say it when he's telling uh, Feely to stay behind or Keely and Feely when he's leaving the dwarves behind and he's like I will not risk the mission for the sake of one dwarf and then 
when Bilbo's in there almost getting his ass handed to him <laughs> and Thorin's like I will not risk this venture for the sake of one hobbit and I hate myself I'm blanking on his name the 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 the, the elderly Balin is like Bilbo his name is Bilbo <laughs> like motherfucker you were f- you you got over this shit you got over it where what are you doing and kind of feel him though no I, I, I get it as well, but, like, the fact that he's, like, attempting to distance himself and is so goal-oriented at this point, like, he's so fixated on the Arkenstone. God, maybe I'm a villain. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, a villain sympathizer when it comes to everything. So, I feel him. I feel it. Like, I, this is for the better good. Is it, though? No, you're right. <laughs> Okay. You're like seeing my thought process. Yeah, right so now, I'm gonna write down uh, Ally is pure evil. Thorin is a greedy bitch who loves the drama. He is, but like, it's heartbreaking. Honestly. It's fucking yeah. heartbreaking, yeah. man. Like, it, I think back to like that scene in the cave where like Bilbo's about to leave them, and the guy's like, "No, you're right. We don't have a home. We don't belong anywhere. Thanks." Like, I feel that, and I'm like, "No, yeah, fuck it, fuck it." I'm going to sacrifice Bilbo if it means making sure none of my people feel like that ever the fuck again. But, you know, that's just me, I guess. It's like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Sorry, I'm also doing a Star Trek podcast on the side. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know. That's such a bad, like, mentality, and I feel terrible for saying it, but it's kind of... I, I mean... You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, Rocky, your thoughts? You got? Yeah. Do you, do you gotta do what you gotta do? No, I, I think it's a heartbreaker because, like, the whole time, like, um, you know, Oakenshield been like, "I was wrong about you. My bad." You know, like you're you're actually kind of cool, dude. And then once you know the eyes on the prize, like it's warping his mind, and you're just kind of like, "Fuck, man!" Like, not this dude. Like, I, I wish he'd be cool about this, you know? So, it, it, to me, it's kind of heartbreaking. Because at that point, I want the whole crew to succeed, you know? Uh, but, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And, like, at this point, Bilbo has saved their entire expedition multiple times. Fam, yes. <laughs> so, like, like yeah. I won't fucking... fucking ob- oh, that's true, like, I won't. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> yes. him being like, nah, fuck that guy, he can go burn. Like, wow, okay, fucking show your whole ass, why don't you? <laughs> uh, before we go back and sort of wrap up uh, the smog plotline, let's go back to Lake Town. What's going on there? As as this is happening with smog, orcs attacking, you know, orcs attacking, Re- wrecking some shit. Yeah, and uh, who comes to save uh, our Lake Town uh, villagers? Best elf ever. The best elf ever. That's right. Yeah, and uh, the, girl from, the girl too. from Lost. What's her name? Wasp. Um, Harrison, your thoughts on this? Uh, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the, be- the best part of this fight sequence is when it basically turns into the Witcher and Leg- uh, Legolas and that one big orc, ju- big orc, just like uh, have a fist fight. I'm like, yeah, yes, so good. good. More of this, please. <laughs> yeah, I also like the fact that he gets staggered and he's like, hey. <laughs> like somebody Maybe actually I can't kick yeah, everyone's ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a moment of like, in all my elf years, <laughs> I've never felt the stagger. Like so, yeah. And I then like it that. never matters again. Yeah. Uh, oh, why don't we jump 
okay, the attack, when we talk about this attack and, and Toriel kind of saving everybody's ass to uh, Toriel healing, uh, the dwarf is about to die. Uh, and her nimble kicking ass in the, in the close quarters of the house just rules. Like, the, her flipping around, kicking shit. I just, She's I love the it. fucking best. I don't understand like the anti her sentiments that I, I mean, saw so often. Yeah, wait, I, can, I I can understand it. Wait, I, why? Why Harrison? Why? Oh no, that's sarcastic. Oh, you can understand. Okay, it's sexism. <laughs> it's sexist. Okay, that people are terrible. Yeah, people are terrible. I, I don't know. I just want to yeah. ask. Like, is it because this character? Because it, it, it. Okay, again, just to re, just to reiterate from last episode, uh, a made up character made by yeah. the other filmmakers not in the book right yeah i'll give you a two-word answer nerds suck yeah that's uh, that's basically it right if if i was going to put money on the venn diagram between people that hate rose tico and hate torio it would almost be a <laughs> fucking circle <laughs> yeah um but I, I don't know we all love her i love her uh, yeah. again just to just to go back to that point that yeah she's her own character her own woman she's she does what she wants and she, what she wants to do is save um what's his nuts uh, 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 uh who Keely. is it keely keely what's his nuts, what's his nuts? <laughs> uh let me start with you uh ale uh toriel saving keely um i feel like this scene means more to me kind of like at the end of the trilogy when i mean i don't want to you know fast forward but like she can't save him again (laughs) so i think that that like realization is what kind of kills her at the end of the trilogy but you can't i feel like this scene informs that one so that scene hurts me more because of this one but otherwise i don't really care for the scene oh okay (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I actually forgot that that was uh, his fate, so thanks for the reminder on that. <laughs> I, I, have that I have that to look forward to next uh, yeah. next episode. So I, don't dis- or I, don't next dis- I don't have a problem with the healing scene, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it's literally just, it's, even visually, it's like, it's Frodo being healed by, you know, Arwen and looking up. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's fine. I mean, it, doesn't, again, it doesn't bother me, but it's just like, it's fine. Let's, we can move on. <laughs> well, before I turn it to Harrison Rocky, I just want to say, for whatever reason, I thought this was sweet. I don't know, like him, uh, just, just, uh, you know, dying, close to dying, kind of being revived out of his head, just saying, oh, I, I thought of like the most beautiful. I, I'm paraphrasing, you know, the most beautiful woman, but she's so gone, she's far away. Uh, Harrison, okay, what, what's your problem? <laughs> They've had one conversation. Oh come on! You can't. Uh, you can't. They've had one conversation. Love at first sight, man. Fantasy ha- conversations are different. Ha- has, no, that, no. has that never happened to you, Harrison? Love at first sight. No. Okay. Good luck, sir. No. Well, come on. We're being in quarantine for too long. <laughs> love, love at first. Haha! Grab my dick joke. Because <laughs> that's their. Fir- that's like the first thing he says to her. When she's like, when they're patting him down and like taking all their weapons, he's like, "Gonna, you aren't gonna frisk me? I could have anything down my trousers." And I'm just like, "Gross, gross, bad." Do you know what this reminded me of? Just everybody uh, being so in love with Galadriel in the original trilogy. Um, I think that the whole lighting, I the whole lighting behind her, like, or that aura, you know, very similar to Galadriel. So. I get it. it. 
I don't yeah, care if they no want to talk to Yeah, but no one tells Galadriel to, glark, to grab their dicks, though. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe they, they, maybe we don't see that scene. <laughs> maybe it happens and we just off camera, right? Gimli thought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How d- mm. okay, let's go to Rocky. Rocky, your thoughts? Any thoughts on this, on, on this uh, revival of Keely by uh, Tario? It's cute. I'm fine with it. It's cute. It, it adds to their whole, like, love, you know, thing that's happening throughout the film. So, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm cool with it in a good way. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's like a warm tea. A warm tea. <laughs> it, this scene is cute. warm tea. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that sounds good. <laughs> Chamomile with some honey in it. Warm tea. Before we get back to the door, I just want to talk about, like, the uh, this great moment of Bard... Uh, grabbing the black arrow, I think that fucking rules. I think like it, it gets me every time. I think it's just a, a great little moment of where you know, they're like, "Are we gonna die?" And he just grabbed like that. He hid the arrow in plain sight. Cool shit. Yeah, oh, that's Bard. important. Yeah, because that, that iconic. Yeah, that's the last we see of Bard uh, in this movie, right? Him grabbing the arrow. Yes. I believe yes. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I we were the door right for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and any more thoughts on Bard before we say goodbye to Bard, uh, Harrison? Bard good, protect at all costs. <laughs> uh, Ali, your thoughts on, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, punchable. Uh, oh, absolutely a 10. A 10? Okay. Absolutely a 10, yes. 10 out of yes. 10. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's, let's, let's go to uh, Gandalf's quest before we reach the end of the movie. Back to Smaug. Uh, Can I just really yes. quickly interject here? So I'm reading the books again during this. Right now, as, as we record? Very Not right now, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. And <laughs> Gandalf be flaky as fuck. <laughs> like, we know this, we know this, but like in the books, I'm reading them again, and it's at the forefront of Frodo's mind. He's like, where the fuck is Gandalf? I'm fucking pissed. I have to get started on this quest without him. If Gandalf was here, this wouldn't be so complicated. Yeah, and now, yeah. rewatching these, I'm like, yo, I would hate to have Gandalf as a friend. Yeah. Is Gandalf an allegory for God? <laughs> Tolkien does not like allegory. Everything is applicable. It is not allegorical. You can read okay, whatever fine. you want into it. He had no intentions going in. Which is what allegory implies. That being said, <laughs> uh, Gandalf is more like in terms of the hero's journey, which Lord of the Rings pretty f- much follows to a T for Frodo uh, throughout that. Like he basically has to deal with death of the mentor twice. <laughs> like he's like, cool, get out, of, get out of this town. I'll meet you at this town. Oh wait, no, I'll meet you at the other one. Here, let's go through this mount. Let's go through this. Uh, mine because no one else will listen to me oops i'm dead now you're on your own again (laughs) yeah it's a lot for me to handle yeah those books are a lot and then there's like dope songs every two pages it's great i agree do you ever do you still read through them when you revisit (laughs) yeah those songs are dope as hell thrain that's his name thrain yeah he gets eaten up doesn't he he gets nabbed big time nabbed which is strange. Okay, again. So, guys, th- this is just in the extended edition. It's one of those things where, like, just release three-hour movies. I mean, it's fine. Like, just to me, but... Okay, I haven't seen the extended edition of Five Armies yet, for you know, obviously, because I've only seen all these movies once in theaters. But I'm assuming there's payoff to this scene where uh, Th- uh, Thrain says to Gandalf, 
hey, tell my son I love him or whatever, right? And then it gets eaten up. There has to be payoff to that, right? And no, there's maybe, not. I don't remember. <laughs> oh I my don't gosh. Remember. But anyway, I I don't know. I I I liked the sequence, and then but then then what happens happens, and then I'm not so much in love with it. But because who does Gandalf see um, here at the end of this uh, sequence with him? Guys, Sauron. Sauron. <laughs> How do we feel about Sauron here, guys? Awesome. Awesome. Okay, Sam says awesome. Rocky. Pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm cool. I like Rocky. I'm cool with it. I'm uh, cool with it. I, again, it's like you when you pay for the ninja movie, you want to see him ninja, and like here, <laughs> like like I pay for the wizard movie. Like show me some wizard shit, and like sure enough, you know we had the creepy sequence where he's spelunking with this, you know soon-to-be dead person and then you know moody lighting and then him busting out staffs and all this cool shit and then boom there's the darkest of dark necromancers at the end of the tunnel and you're like yeah dude that's what i signed up for hee-haw but um i don't know it's just weird because it's almost like i'm not saying that doesn't pay off but it's one of those like this is more about the dwarves and more about like their plight to get home and you know all that good shit so this feels weird it almost feels like i should see a necromancer battle (laughs) at one point and it never happens you know so it's like all right whatever (laughs) uh harrison your thoughts i mean it's not in the books but it is happening concurrently like the timeline adds up the attack on dol guldor uh happens uh in 2941 as do the events of the hobbit um so i have no i have no issue with them being in here uh I think the the slow motion of Gandalf saying Sauron is a bit much, but I think all of this is pretty dope. All right, so I guess I'm the only one who does not like this. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Unexpected. Just, How the turns have tabled. Just just the Sauron part, okay? That's it. Um, other than that, I think it's he has a pretty cool arc, uh, but he's also just goofing off, just doing his own shit when he could be helping the dwarves. I don't know, but I don't know. To, uh, I I didn't know that this was happening concurrently. You know, the events of this. So Harrison gives me some uh, some good insight there, but I don't know. Yep. Just that the reveal, I'm like ah, whatever. I'm like whatever. Uh, let's uh, let's go back to the dwarves. Is what I'm thinking. So let's this go back. Chase Fox. Yeah, here we the go. Smile, the, it's awesome. Oh the, my god. The finale. The best part of the whole fucking trilogy. It's so good. Wow, that's a bold statement. Really? Okay, maybe not the best part, but like one of the best. One of the best. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. But no, I, I love this too. Sam, you're saying? So yeah, it cuts back to Erebor. There's these just fucking amazing shots of uh, the way the way PJ shoots it. Like, uh, the just the cavernous empty like this is their you know their home that they've been longing for but it's really fucking eerie and terrifying in that it's like it's empty it's cold it's just for gold like it just didn't mean to rhyme there but uh <laughs> like it, it's really that this home they're fighting for is not a home at all like especially you know like a hobbit hole like the comforts of this is just kind of a cold empty place and it i think it's really effective and then uh but then it's also just that smog's been chilling in here for you know hundreds of years and uh it's just uh, and then we get a badass chase so i really like this what about you harrison your thoughts on this chase 
I like most of it. I hate the liquid gold stuff. Wow. Oh, I love what? I was going to say that's my favorite part. Harrison hates boogie boarding. That's really what it boils <laughs> I down love to. boogie boarding, but not on, a, 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 not on molten gold. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, just uh, this whole sequence for me is just again I've said this a million times during this recordings is Peter Jackson just having a ball dude he's just like okay I got a dragon got all these fucking dwarves and I'm just gonna go and just like that kind of like mentality like all throughout it it's just super little kid like and um, even with the boogie boarding crap it's like dude this is like this is literally a dude in his like 50s like just uh, you know having a blast like just being a goofball and I can't hate that you know especially when it's like a bunch of dwarves fighting a dragon I don't know there's a lot of creativity there and um, I won't get to it yet but I like where all that shit leads like I think uh, the final thing you know uh, Smaug says so we'll get to that uh, but all of that is just like so good it's just fun like really cool action sequence to watch a dragon go nuts and watch these dudes try to kill a dragon or survive a dragon depending on how you look at it there's uh, this incredible shot of uh, Thorin riding the chains down the mine shaft and, mm-hmm. Thor- and uh, Smaug is like diving after him it's oh my god like the, yeah, that shit the geography of the action is fucking amazing yeah, man. Again, the scale of that uh, their mining works. You know, their 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 factory. Their um, their I don't know. Their it's it's huge. You could just feel the expansive nature of all of it, and I love that, man, so much, man. Especially in a moment like that, where you're like, look how much room they have to like fight and run after each other, and it's nuts. Like, yeah, and it like zooms out. It's not cut close. It's like very, you know, we see the whole. Uh, like you said, the expansiveness of it, and the, it's just refreshing <laughs> to see. Yes, sir. Uh, LA as a defender of the gold uh, moment. Uh, yeah, talk about that. I feel like that's the point where he gets real pissed, <laughs> where he's like, "Fuck this shit, <laughs> fuck this hard." And I get it because, like, if I got rained on, I would be pissed because my hair. I don't know how long. <laughs> You know, he's been working on his appearance. He might be pissed. So I understand. I like the gold shit, all jokes aside. I think it's like it's something the Jors thought would be a good idea is actually like what catalyzes his anger. And now he's like going to destroy fucking everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, that a failure of that magnitude makes you feel even more hopeless. So that's why I like the gold thing. And I, you know. And I, I appreciate that, and that's a, that's a fair point. Like, I, I don't have an issue with them trying... Like, the statue thing is good. It's mostly just, like... The surfing on the gold... The, 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 the surfing on the yeah. liquid gold, which is, like, <laughs> come on. Y'all spent three movies basically trying to make a fantasy war trilogy, and now we're doing this? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> come on. Come it's on. A, it's a, no, no, I'm saying come on to you, Harrison. It's a bit no. intense. <laughs> no. No. Fuck off! No, <laughs> to me, what? Just uh, quarantine because, Harrison. Yeah, quarantine Harrison's feeling a little spicy. Um, <laughs> no, that's just it bugs us. me. also, that molten gold looks like some PlayStation Two era bullshit. It no. looks like garbage. <laughs> it looks bad, yeah. It looks like hot garbage, but it's not hot because apparently Thorn can just be a couple inches away from it and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. 
Okay. I anyway, think it's and fun. it comes back and forth. And, and, and they use Sardin or Marcella, but like no, go ahead, go they ahead. bring it back in the third movie and it really one of my favorite scenes in that movie, so we'll we'll talk about it then. But uh, yeah. uh, and but, fucking smog covered in gold just rules so hard. Like, I think it's that a good visual. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we oh, go ahead, Rocky. I was just gonna say uh, it also is a very corny, tiny little you know thing there of like you could pour a whole bunch of money on a problem and it won't go away <laughs> political, <laughs> political. And, and, yeah it's not even deep at all but it's like it's kind of there and you're like damn it <laughs> also, you, also you want to talk about I said it earlier an unethical amount of money like you want to talk about unethical amounts of money look at this fucking dragon this fucking pile of gold like fuck off my guy <laughs> yeah too nuts yeah, you can't take one dude. piece of it yeah fucking capitalism also, none none of us mentioned the fucking physics on that gold, like the, the the individual pieces of gold, the amount of fucking rendering energy that must have taken to animate uh-huh. every individual piece uh-huh. moving under under step or like, and in a way that's believable because that shit's so easy to fuck up. Yeah, yeah they should have took them months to figure that shit out, just like to get it right, like without it, you know. Scrooge McDuck made it look easy, so. (laughs) (laughs) That mallard. (laughs) But, yo, can we. (laughs) Now it's in all your heads. Uh, But, but no, dude, like, the the ending, though, can we, like, get to what Smaug says, basically? Are we getting there? Before we end, end, there's one more thread. There's one more thread. Uh, Okay, there is one more thread. You know, it doesn't end where Smaug says the thing, okay? It ends with Ed Sheeran's hit single. Uh, no, 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 before even that, before even that. Uh, I will leave this call again. You know I will. <laughs> uh, uh, Legolas, real quick, uh, his his thread. He, he's, he's got his own final boss character, is what Marcelo is trying to say. And they've been his like... Bold. Yeah, they've been beefing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that fight rips. And then uh, uh, Legolas has a nosebleed. Uh, or has you know gets punched so much <laughs> they bleeds from the nose and he gets this uh, angry face and chases after the head orc and then that's that's the last we see of him before the next movie. Yeah, that's that's the thing I was referencing with the Witcher. Like that feels like one of those drag down throw down uh, drag out throw down fights from like the Witcher three where it's just like nope this is like gonna like this is physical this is like. Legolas has some actual mass to him, despite him being an elf and not having a mass. Like now, like it—it's not him jumping around doing dumb video game shit. It's him like the in it. ride rules. You're crazy. Awesome shit. Awesome. I you mean best ever. This is y'all projecting onto me. I did not <laughs> specify any anything. <laughs> And if I recall correctly, uh, I described the barrel ch- sequence as some anime-ass nonsense. Naruto-ass fuckery. Not video game shit. But anyway, any more thoughts on Legolas before we move to the very end? Nope. Nope. Right, I just want to nah. wrap up that thread. Okay, the end end, guys. Go ahead. It's bad. It's bad? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Harrison, on, what? what? Let's start this with is, you, then. Th- this is the moment where I'm like, oh, right, they split this into three movies. Like... You can, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they didn't just include the first five minutes of the next one. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Like it. This, I love it. The I ending love of the, the, cut no, black. the no. Shut up. The end of this movie <laughs> is up. the is the equivalent of this going into the Ed Sheeran song is the is the cinematic equivalent of turning a corner and walking headlong into an iron pipe. Mm, 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 I don't know. Disagree. About that. No. Yeah, disagree. Disagree. 
No, I'm 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 with uh, Rocky and Sam here. Nah, no. this movie just stops. Has just, like it goes from action sequence to done, just done. But I love that. I stop. am death. What have we done? Fucking hits me hard. No, I, I know. I just got goosebumps right now when you said it. No, here's like, the thing. Yeah, that's great. But like, what? Leave it. Like going from that to a year long wait. Fuck off. Like. There's no exit ramp. They're just thrown off the edge of a cliff. I want to be thrown off the edge of a cliff every now and then. Do you know... Do, do you know Sam, as a fellow first performed <sighs> hater, I'm surprised you like this ending. Don't, fuck you. Do not do that. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, everybody to calm yeah, down. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of fuck yous and shut ups going around here. Let's just calm <laughs> down. <laughs> Why don't we go to Rocky? Rocky, uh, talk some no, sense. I just think... I, I do like that cut off because it reminds me of like um when you first saw fellowship and it ended you're just like no 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 just play the next movie like right now and like oh shit and like it leaves you with that kind of like oh man so it left me with that right it left me with that oh fuck i need to finish this oh my god and i need the next movie wow but it's the way it's shot he shakes off the gold he flies in the air he says like i am and his head is still down at the bottom of the frame and then it enters frame the moment he says those words death and you're just like that is fucking great like that is so dark and horrible but it's also just like these assholes did their best to kill me they had all these contraptions they had all these things and i'm gonna fly into lake town which is primarily made of wood (laughs) and i'm gonna burn this fucker to the ground and you realize how bad it is because you're just like oh yeah they're dead like there's no way they can do that but it's the way his head pops in a frame says death the cut to freeman just being like oh shit like all that stuff is incredible to me i just think it works dude I, i think it totally totally works i don't I don't even factor in the Ed Sheridan song. In fact, when y'all were, when y'all were bringing it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, there is an Ed Sheridan song at the end of that." Like I just it did, didn't click like that. I fucking love that song. <laughs> Why don't you go to you, uh, Ale? Uh, your thoughts on this finale? And let's not let's not talk I about. I fucking this, love it. Yeah, let's not talk about the Ed Sheeran song just yet, but just the finale itself. Oh, oh fine. <laughs> Um, I fucking love it. I get goosebumps every time I think about it. Like, the sheer terror on his face when he realizes, like, oh, we're gonna die. <laughs> like, it, how could you not love that? I mean, I understand why they ended it there. I do think, obviously, their goal was to, you know, cliffhang us. So I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it. I fucking loved it. I remember walking out of the theater like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to wait a fucking year now. But I did it. Shit. But yeah, I really enjoy it. I'm gonna watch that movie again. <laughs> I just don't know where else where you would have cut it off, to be honest. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, exactly. like, if you had five more minutes, it would just be him burning, and then you'd have to cut it there anyway. I mean, I get what you're saying in terms of needing to be three movies is kind of frustrating. Like, I'll give you that. But as far yeah. as that goes, like, I think the final beat is kind of perfect for me. I mean, Harrison, you're gonna yeah, being movies. told to do three movies, not needing to be. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just meant like. I just mean, yes, they decided to make it three. I know. I'm just saying. Calm down, Harrison. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I'm going to I'm gonna be on the right side of history and say I love the ending of this. Um, because, I mean, I'm going to ask you flat out, Harrison. This is not the first time this has happened. And don't like the, I don't like these kind of endings. What, so, so you don't like... I'm going to try to think of like something you can agree on here. What about uh, Infinity War? Okay. 
uh, kind of similar in my head to this, where it's a, an abrupt ending, uh, everything's shit, and we have to wait a year. I mean, how did you feel about that? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh. <laughs> That's all you give me. Okay, fine. Uh, even like uh, the Hunger Games, uh, uh, Catching Fire. <laughs> That's a legitimate great ending. I don't care about part three, but that ending, uh, Matrix Reloaded. These are good endings. Uh, part- Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Good ending. Emp- Empire Strikes Back has an off-ramp, though. What do you mean an it's off-ramp? Not the downer, it's not the downer tone. It's just the, oh, we're going to stop the movie now. Goodbye. Like, it's the fact that you go from, like, a high-octane action sequence and, like, the gold shit to just, oh, the movie's over. You can go home now. Here's some Ed Sheeran. I see fire. Burn. No, no. I just want everyone to know that I fucking stayed up until midnight when they said they were going to release the song. And I learned <laughs> the lyrics with my best friend. I hope she's listening to this because I know she'll remember. I drove to work <sighs> the next day with that song on loop, trying to memorize it. Then I went over to my friend's house after my shift we sang it in the bathroom because the acoustics are really good in there and I still have the recording. Alright, I, I need I mean, you to send that to cool me so I can post that at the end of this. Uh, I mean, that's, that's cool and all, but in my personal opinion, Ed Sheeran looks like a pile of wet socks and has about half the charisma. Oh, okay, but the song is good! No. To me, uh, Ed Sheeran is like, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, create enough passion in me one way or the other like i could give a shit like whatever like he's a he's a redheaded ginger who sings this is the only song i've ever heard by him and i like it like that's that's it for me if i have to hear if i have to hear shape of you one more goddamn fucking time uh that song is not bad i hate hate ed sheeran what about you uh rocky thoughts on ed sheeran I don't. I don't care. <laughs> don't like, care. No, I mean Thank sincerely. Like, I just don't give a shit about him. It's kind of what Sam said. It's like he doesn't move me one way or the other. Like, I don't have an intense hatred nor dislike, but I don't give a shit about him either. Like, I've heard maybe two of his singles, and I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, it's it's just there, you know. I will give him props on one thing though. Seriously, this is real talk right here. Uh, Stevie Wonder had a tribute concert once, right? And a whole bunch of people were there. They're all doing covers of Stevie's songs. This motherfucker went up there by himself with a whole bunch of like loop machines, like for pedals, and he did a cover of I Was Made to Love Her. And it ripped. And I was like shocked at how well he was able to flip those loop pedals and all that shit. And I was just like, way to not embarrass yourself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's He's actually like, really <laughs> talented, you guys. Okay, before he got into like this whole pop thing, he was fucking amazing. Like, I. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not taking it. Yeah. No, I'm not taking it. And that's kind of what I should, the takeaway of this should be is motherfuckers insanely talented, mm-hmm. insanely talented. He can play all kinds of shit well, but I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't care. Like that's where I stood with it, but go ahead, Ali. I'm sorry. He's also, okay. So <laughs> he's also like somehow involved with everything I fucking love. Cause he was, he's obsessed with Lord of the Rings and obviously the Hobbit and stuff, obviously involved with it. And then he's also did like the song for the finale of sons of anarchy which ended at the same time as the hobbit did so i was going through a lot and ed sheeran was really present for me so i will not stand for this and that is okay you are allowed to like certain things that being said he's a pile of wet socks with half the charisma okay okay i don't even know what that means you're just like saying it (laughs) 
I'm not kidding. After Harrison said a pile of white socks the first time, I had to like fall back in my chair and just silent laugh. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't even fucking take that shit. A pile of wet socks. I was like, fam, that is like that's the worst thing I think you could call a human being. <laughs> worse than worse than like an offensive cuss word. It's just like you're a pile of wet socks. Like With that's half like the charisma. Yeah, I was giggling. Uh, um, I, oh God. I, I actually don't know why I don't like him so much. Um, I don't know. I, I was really uh, not wanting him to do the new James Bond song, and I was happy that somebody else did it. So that's all I know about uh, Ed Sheeran. Uh, he popped up in yesterday that movie, and he was fine, but I don't know. Uh, the song is okay. Um, I don't hate it. I think as much as some people, but I don't know. It's it's no uh, it's no uh, Enya, it's 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 uh, no it's not, and no. it's no Billy Boyd either. Yeah, so well that's yeah you're gonna make me cry already. Damn that song. So okay, good. okay, we've reached the end. A Desolation of Smog. Yeah, um, some of us loved it. The 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 ending. Some of us don't like it and are wrong. Um, but let's talk about. Uh, I mean, our closing thoughts of this movie in particular. Um, let's go around the table. What about you, Ale? Your thoughts on. The Desolation of Smaug. I fuck with it. I feel like a broken record. Like, I love these movies. There's nothing about these movies. I'm, I'm literally, like, texting the guy I'm dating. We're setting up a movie date to watch this again tonight. I'm excited as fuck. Like, I, I will watch this movie a million times. I think it's... I think it's good. I don't get it. I really don't. I try really hard to get it, but I don't get the hate. Yeah. There you go. Um, what about you, Harrison? I do really like it. Um, I... I am extremely critical of pretty much everything I like. So, like, just because I'm just because yeah, I'm ripping shit to shreds person. doesn't mean I don't like it. Like, go back and li- just if you if you doubt me, go back and re-listen to the original, the first three movies worth of podcasts we did because I was not kind in places. Um, but no, I enjoy it. It is way more enjoyable than I remember, and it's a shame that the ending leaves such a sour taste in my mouth because everything a lot of the shit leading up to it is really good okay okay um what about you rocky i'm really cool with it man um it's probably my favorite of the three i think i may have mentioned this already like um there's there's enough in this film to to make me happy as an audience member again the smog stuff is incredible i really love his um I love everything about that creation, that digital creation. I think he kicks major ass um, from vocal performance to physical performance. Big fan. Uh, so that was enough for me. But then I like where we're all leading. I love the ending. Just death. Like, big fan of all that. Uh, big it works for death. Yeah, big fan <laughs> of death. I, I hope you all die. That's uh, good. No, it, it's cool. Like, I think it's really, 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 really cool. Uh God bless Luke Evans. Um, just a lot of cool shit happening in this film for me as an audience member. Um, I I, I kind of still am in the same, like, maybe this should have just been two really good long films, like three-hour films, and that's that's it. But I understand. We can bring this up all day for ad nauseum, but I'm very happy with Smog. I like this one a lot. Really cool shit happening in this film. Uh, Sam, what about you? Yeah, it's my favorite of the trilogy. Uh, I... Really, I just love this trilogy. Honestly, I love all six films. To be honest, so uh, and it's not something I, I used to have. I used to be more critical of these, to be honest. But I've come on a weird journey of it, and I just really love these. Uh, 
I think it would even be better if it was two, but that's, again, it's, you can't go back in time, so, uh, but yeah, this movie is awesome, especially the back half. Uh, love it. I mean, yeah, as for me, I said it before, uh, seeing it again now, years later, these extended editions, uh, this one in particular, I'm like, yeah, I am a fan. I love the ending. Um, and it may, I don't want to jump ahead. I'm interested to see what happens in the Battle of the Five Armies, this, the extended I'm edition. I'm curious to hear what you think about that. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's the one that may be the most dicey, because I remember just really not liking it. But up, up, up until this point, I'm like, yes, I'm on board. So who knows what's going to happen next time? Do you know who will know? We will when we record that's that's what that's when we'll know um but yeah that's it i hey i'm now a fan of these first two hobbit movies so that's cool there you go um all right so guys that's it yeah and uh oh and of course i have to end it with the catchphrase oh i'll just say yes next next movie next episode battle of the five armies extended edition part one so get that ready and i have to say this because i say this at the end of all these shows hey guys why don't you go helm steep in them guts all right bye (laughs) (laughs) bye guys you can follow me at sick underscore underscore six six or more salacious content over at the blur bitch underscore underscore and you can listen to my podcast sequels s-e-e-q-u-e-l-s through talk film society or anywhere you hear your podcasts you can follow me on twitter at sam shot first and i'm the host of talk film society's keanu reeves retrospective podcast keanu believe it which is also on twitter at keanu believe it You can follow me on Twitter at play underscore champion. And I also host a Disney podcast called Dream a Little Deeper. Follow me on Twitter, Rocky Warrants, R-O-C-K-I-E-W-A-R-A-N-T-Z. And because of this uh, gross pandemic, I've been doing a whole bunch of gaming. So I'm also on Twitch. So Rock Agus on Twitch, if you want to watch me game and come hang out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marcelo J. Pico. And you can follow Talk Film Society at Talk Film SOC. Go to our website, talkfilmsociety.com. Listen to our other podcasts, read our articles. And if you want to hear bonus episodes of this show and others, go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode where we cover part one of The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies.